I'm Zach Snyder. And I'm Aiden Matthews. And welcome back to another YouTube podcast. One stop shop for anything and everything related to YouTube. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Welcome back. So, back again. It's to a the new podcast week. <laughs> about YouTube. I ain't got a clever intro this time. That that was about it. Yeah, that was, I mean, that was, that was like a uh, solid like four out of ten. Yeah, you so can't have a banger four. every day. Yeah, every that's, week. that's true. It's but impossible. This podcast episode could still be a banger. Right. It's not over. I mean, yet. It just started. we're still we're still the hottest YouTube podcast, but that kind of that kind of made the flame a little a little weaker. I feel. Yeah. I mean, kind of, it was like, it was like you were a Kendrick last week, but now we're kind of right. like a SoundCloud rapper. We got to fix that, dude. Right. Yeah. Now I'm kind of like <sighs> Little Pump, Young Gravy <laughs> kind of level. Young Gravy? Is that, is that an actual? Yes. Yes. Oh, man. Mr. Clean. It's, a, it's my favorite of him. These are of the, his work. Uh, his work. Yeah. A, I don't know if he's a reasons. SoundCloud rapper, but he's got some YouTube videos. Oh, okay. That's even worse. Uh, Young Gravy, Mr. Clean. Uh, there you go. Okay. Man, um, what are we doing this week? So, this week, well, actually, originally, we were going to talk about collabs, and we are probably still do that, mm-hmm. but I thought, and this was literally like a last-minute thing, I thought, you know what? We've been wanting to do some interviews on this podcast for a while now, and we did one with Jay the Zoomster, and that was a lot of fun, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. I liked that episode a lot. And I thought, I'm just going to go ahead and interview Zach all nonchalantly and just bring Whoa. it up last minute. Whoa. So, yeah. I'm going to interview him. He has no idea what I'm what I'm going to ask him. I don't even have any idea what I'm going to ask him. It's going to be Whoa. it's going to be all improv all the time. So, yeah, we're in, we're interviewing Zach boy today. Sounds uh sounds fun. Ooh. I'll be or a disaster. Seat. Yeah. One of the disaster. <laughs> one or the other, but uh, <laughs> You guys get to figure it out with us. Mm. Um, but before that, sure. as, as we always do, we're going to talk about... Everyone's um, favorite segment. Everybody's favorite segment. I got to say that from, from now on. <laughs> <laughs> Just to rub it in to Jay. <laughs> <laughs> Our week on YouTube trademark. Ooh. How did the week... How did the week go? How did your week go? Uh, I don't think anything <laughs> happened, actually. I don't... Did anything happen? No. No, this nothing be, did. This is going to be the shortest... It might be. <laughs> the shortest one. Because, uh, guess, guess what happened on my channel this week? The same thing? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> How did that work out? Oh, Usually man. one of us is on point. Like, if one of us are failing, the other one's kind of, like, doing something... So I think I put out, what did I do? I think I put out like YouTube podcast a, a day late or something like that. Maybe it came out mm-hmm. on Wednesday. I mean, not Wednesday because maybe it came out on Monday. Let me look right quick because I'm trying to see if I made any progress. Um, Originally, I was going to have a recap for Deadpool come out on Valentine's Day. <sighs> Tuesday. It came out on Tuesday. Oh, yeah. The podcast. Okay, cool. Yeah. February 13th. All right. All right. So I did have a couple of things come out. Um, there you go. Yeah. I had Incredible Hulk recap. That turned out well. Um, I got a little bit of good views from that. Uh, yeah, I was going to have another recap out that Wednesday and it didn't happen. It's <laughs> rendering right now. 
Um, and then I had other plans for that week, but it didn't happen. Didn't go nowhere. It didn't. Um, but other than that, I decided to not go for daily videos on Zack Snyder Productions. I saw that tweet. I yeah. saw it. I'm like, ooh, what's this? So, New Year's resolutions. One right. One was daily videos. Daily We've talked uploads. about that one. <laughs> and uh, I realized, realistically speaking, right now, with mm-hmm. me doing all the work on my channel and the gaming stuff and whatever, you know, and life and college and all that kind of stuff, like it's unrealistic for me to be able to put out quality daily videos right now on this channel. Sure. So the plan is, is five videos a week. Um, still a lot. Which is still just a lot. Not, mm-hmm. Just not seven. Right. So it gives me like the weekend to kind of do more work without being forced to put out something that those days. Um, if I do like a quick review of a movie that just came out or if I have an extra podcast episode of something that I wanted to do or whatever it is, like I can still put those out on Saturday and Sunday. Um, or I can just put them out that day. Like, you know, there's really when it comes down to schedules, like it's cool to have like a strict schedule that you stick to but you mm-hmm. know it's it's our channels we can literally just upload stuff whenever we want and <laughs> sometimes it, i sometimes i i kind of forget that because that's i used to be back in the day but all about that live yeah and now here we are february 20th 2018 mm-hmm. that's like most new year's resolutions they end, they end up dying in february for some reason yeah um so. i do have a video coming out hopefully this week about it's like a checkup on the new year's resolutions sure uh so i actually got to re re-record that shot because i didn't have this plan until just a couple days ago and i already recorded the video but that's how it goes yeah it is I actually it is. i actually did stream on twitch i remember i did that oh you I did streamed. that's right I streamed F0X for about five or six hours, which was the first stream I did in a long while. And that was fun. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed That's doing good. that. I got a Twitch sub from Jay again. Cool. Because he keeps using his <laughs> Prime one. And then some <laughs> random person came in and like gave me 10 bits and just left. So <laughs> there you go. Shout out shout out to Clint, I guess. Thank, thanks for go. that. I don't Clint know why. Nah. <laughs> uh, I think it was Clint something. Might have been gaming. I don't know. It was Clint something. That sounds pretty cliche. Yeah. yeah. I mean. Oh. Um, that's how it goes. I had a couple of other interesting things happen this week that's not specifically YouTube related. Um, I joined a app called Stardust. Oh, which here we go. pretty dope. <laughs> uh, here we go. It begins. No, I actually... <laughs> So, so I've been using it a lot. Basically, it's a it's a reaction app for movies and TV shows. You watch a movie, you post a little three to thirty second video on there of your reaction. You watch a TV episode, do the same thing, um, and it's it's really cool. There's a couple of like the big movie YouTubers that use it, um, and then I've gotten some people to check it out that are uh, you know f- viewers of mine and friends of mine, and I think you finally. Today, actually. Today. Literally today, yeah. 3 p.m. Yeah. But uh, I I found out about it because they followed me on Twitter. 
And I so I checked it out. I had seen that Nostalgia Critic was putting it in their videos. That's where um, I heard about it as well. Yeah. And so I, I was like, okay, I'll give it a chance, uh, you know, give it a shot. I got on there, started making a couple of reactions, got a couple of followers. And then they sent me a message and I'm like, hey, if you can get five people on here in the next month, we'll make you a uh, Stardust superstar. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> but uh, I was like, okay, I'll get five people on here. So I got five people on there. I think I got like 10 people or something like that. And hey. as of yesterday, and they were like, hey, you're now a Stardust superstar. You can use our Facebook group and stuff. I was like, hey, that's pretty cool. So it's like 300 people that do uh, Stardust reactions on there. And uh, pretty, pretty cool. You're and in the then, gated community now. <laughs> yeah. Well, then they send me another email today. And they're like, hey, we we can make you verified on Stardust. If you can get 300 people on this app in the next two months. <laughs> oh, okay. Calm, Good luck with that, fam. Calm down. I'm going to wait a little bit before I actually accept it. Um, yeah. Because there's no way I can get 300 people on an app in the next two months. Sure. I can't get 300 people <laughs> in the next two months to subscribe to my YouTube channel. Right. <laughs> so, um, I'm going to, I'm going to wait on that, but it's still pretty cool. I, I really, I really do like the app. Um, and, uh, yeah. Well, good for you. <laughs> glad you're in a Facebook group now. Is there a, is yeah. Insightful. Well, apparently there's like other benefits. It's like, they're going to look at people that are stardust superstars before they look at anybody else when they're trying to find reactions for certain things. Um, there might be some other benefits later on down the road, but either way, like, hey, you know, whatever. It's a start. Yeah. Nothing crazy. Yeah. And then uh, Humble Bundle recently started referral links, Ooh. which is cool. And so you can make money on Humble Bundle now. By buying video games. Yep. So I got a uh, got a little, little video plan this week that's going to pretend like it's... Um. Yeah, sponsored by Humble Bundle, which technically oh, okay. is because if people use the referral link, I'll get money, and that's a sponsorship, kind of. In the in the loosest wording of that word, yes. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe more like a partnership. Right. Yeah. More like they have ninety nine percent leverage, and you have the one, and you're like, hey, working together, right? Yeah, <laughs> and pretty like, much. Uh, <laughs> Like, yeah, <laughs> I um I'm doing a giveaway and I've got uh, uh that's like associated with their monthly subscription this month and mm. I've gotten a couple people to already sign up for it so it's pretty cool working on it yeah but anyways I mean this I'm just trying like I don't even know why I'm padding out this section literally nothing else happened this week just so Jay can listen to this thirty minute segment before we get into the actual exactly. <laughs> Let me see, is there anything I can stall with? Uh, I uploaded a worldwide meme video. There was a video that came out where yeah. me and him played uh, a Naruto fighting game. And I've I been sitting on that. that. I've been sitting on that, that video for months and it finally came out. Nice. <laughs> yeah. It's a good video. I like it. So Cool. Dual commentary stuff, especially with Ethan, is always a lot of fun. Seems like it would be a, a fun fun watch. Oh, yeah. It's short enough. It doesn't last too long. But uh, yeah, go check out, go check out worldwide meme. 
Yeah. And then the game is Naruto Clash the Ninja. In YouTube news, uh, PewDiePie came back from his one week vacation in Japan. Good for him. Yeah. <laughs> Logan Paul also came back from his one month vacation from really, demonetization. Wasn't really a vacation per se. <laughs> more of a more of a mistake. Just a, just a one month another mistake. One immediately. Oh Ugh. man. Uh, but anyways, um, I guess let's go right into the the interview. Yeah, that'd be fun. Oh, real quick though, <laughs> before before we get into it, speaking of Logan Paul, uh, are you aware of John Oliver at all? I'm uh, I'm familiar with him. Okay, so he uh, recently came out with a new episode, start of season five, whatever. Uh, okay. I watch him casually here and there, and you know, usually a lot of his videos go up to trending a lot of the time because TV production and all that seems to do pretty right. well on YouTube. And it got to number one on trending, and they were talking about Trump versus the world and all this other stuff. Okay. And there's one bit, there's there's one bit in there where he specifically uh, makes fun of Logan Paul in there. Yeah. And he's like, you know, hey Logan, maybe you shouldn't upload that video. Maybe, maybe you shouldn't do that. And it was just so <laughs> surreal. It was so surreal to me that a guy who primarily makes his money through, like, HBO and all this TV stuff, and, like, a big-name comedian, right? Mm -hmm. Uttering the word Logan Paul out of his mouth just (laughs) felt so bizarre and so weird to me. Even though it really shouldn't. I mean, like, Logan Paul's been around. Like, people have talked about him before. But it gave me this weird kind of, like, ugh. Are my two worlds mixing? What's what's this? Why why are people talking about YouTube? It's it's bizarre. (laughs) YouTube is getting out there more. It's weird. Right. It's super weird. Maybe not the best representation. No, for, not for at all. all of us there. Yeah. Not we at we all. were we were specifically a cat video platform and then and then it moved to that. <laughs> like there was no growth in between. It was just that. Yeah. That. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's it's still if you go like on uh what is it like Entertainment Tonight, it's a television show on regular TV. Um, that I never watch, but it just ha- comes on before certain shows whenever I'm at home. Um, like when my family gets, you know, sits down to watch the Big Bang Theory, and uh, <laughs> that comes on right before it. But anyways, they they like, they, it's basically like a gossip show right, about right. like celebrities and shit and what's happening in TV and all that kind of stuff. Well, at mm-hmm. the end of each episode. I'm assuming because I, I mean I've seen it a couple times. What they do is they show like a funny video from the internet, you know. They show like a an meme. animal video or something. Yeah. Something yeah. yeah. So it's Just like YouTube is still very much that, but it's also getting like bigger and in, in many different ways now, which is yeah. it's just bizarre. And with all the, like the news and controversy breaking out, I imagine more people now know about YouTube now. <laughs> yeah. The, the child pedophilia, the uh, demonetization stuff. Yeah. That's just all over the news. Nazis, you know, yeah. that's, that's great. Glad we got ourselves out there in, in the best way possible. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, the platform of Nazis, everybody. Here I'm we are. I'm looking forward to my future controversies. Right. Um, It'll be good. It'll be cool. That's I had when one you know earlier. You did? I did. I had a controversy earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, so 2017, I did a live stream. 
for uh, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Right. And throughout that live stream, um, I was talking about going to make spaghetti at some point. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, you were watching this and you just happened yeah. to continue yeah. to egg on the conversation about spaghetti. <laughs> and so we were just talking about spaghetti and everything. And so I named the live stream how to make spaghetti. Right. And um, I recently got a comment earlier today that said, uh, you are a, uh, well, let me, let me, let me read it word for word. Cause it's, it's pretty great. <laughs> Sounds great. Click baiting trash. You are an idiot. Scandalous. Scandalous. So it's a loathsome, low blow man. Yeah. So I'm click baiting trash, guys. You made it. You made it. I made it. Now now you're a real YouTuber. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I love that stream. That's a good stream. Yeah, it was. (laughs) The whole spaghetti joke was literally to add on someone in that chat. Like, originally, it was just, like, me just talking about you making spaghetti, and then I mentioned the sauce, and some guy in the chat got creeped out by it, and I kept bringing it up to add him on. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot who it was, but, uh, yeah, it was great. I love that bit. I can see. I can see that. Zach Spaghetti has a special sauce for those on the wear. He won't, he won't share it with anybody. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. It's got me real hype, nonetheless. Anyway, <laughs> enough stalling. <laughs> Get to the actual interview for this turns into a spaghetti-filled nightmare uh, going on here. Let's anyway, interview, you know. Let's start off this little interview. Give me like, uh, give me some basic info. Where were you born? What year? Oh shit! Who your parents? Like, just a, just some little some little basic information. Get everybody started off. All right. Um. Well. I was born in the same place that I have lived my entire life, little old uh, little old city called Greenville, South Carolina. Mm. Yeah, um, and uh, and like what what other basic info? Uh, do you know like where you were born at? Like what hospital at all? I mean, I could say that, but that's really close to where I live, and that would oh really. Me. Oh, right. Yeah, I could. That'd be great. Now we know the true purposes of this I would, interview. I would like to not be toxed. <laughs> I mean, you're not, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. So, were you, you were the oldest out of, yeah, your, uh, yeah, yeah. out of your group. Yeah, so I'm the oldest of six. So I have five six. younger siblings. Yeah. And How I, many brothers and sisters? Specifically? I got a brother and four sisters. Four sisters? No, jeez. Yeah, it's, it's, it's mm-hmm. just as fun as you think. You would think it is. Well, it's it's funnier considering you're the oldest of your group. It's yeah. not fun if you're like the middle kid. Like no one no one likes being the middle child. Yeah, but then also like the oldest has all the responsibilities. That's true. That's and true. So, you know. I grew up really quickly as a child. <laughs> um I, I cannot remember the last time I felt like a carefree child. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's interesting because that's what I was going to lead into. Like, did you have a did you have a very happy childhood, or were you more like a, you know, a little Dude, bit more? I was more cynical, serious. nerdy kid. Like, I was more serious about things than I am now. Really? Yeah. Like, I was the kid that went to school, enjoyed school. We're talking about like elementary school here. Like, enjoyed mm-hmm. school, did all of my homework like Monday nights for the entire week. Like, uh, 
I was the only four-year-old in my 4K class that could read, and I would read to my classmates. <laughs> I was, I was, the, I was an overachiever, and I, I've been an overachiever most of my life. Okay, That's and it's uh, yeah, it's nice it's little humble bragging on yourself. Well, I say that to say that I have definitely underachieved in the past couple of years. <laughs> Comparatively, right? Comparatively, like you started off right. so strong and then mm-hmm. declined. Yeah. So would you say your peak is like five years old and then it's like downhill from there? Dude, definitely. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So it's weird because it's like in terms of school, I kept like a positive mentality about school till about halfway through middle school. Mm-hmm. Um but then I had started getting into music, and when I got into high school, I was just ready to go to college because everything about high school had nothing to do with anything I wanted to do. Um, and so I went to college, and then I realized <laughs> I didn't want to be in college either. Sure. Because everything I want to do, you know, didn't need didn't need like that education aspect to it. But we're a long way away from that. We still got we still mm-hmm. got time to go before yeah. we reach that point in there yeah, yeah yeah for sure but let's let's go with the what you said earlier about getting into music now did this yeah. happen like later or even like as a little kid you're like music's the best this is tight oh um well so my dad has always uh kind of instilled music in uh in my life and in my siblings lives um mm-hmm. just always played it or you know just always had music playing on the radio around the house um my dad actually played trumpet when he was in middle school And so he had this trumpet, um, like in the attic for years and he showed it to me when I was like really young and it was like, you can play this when you get into middle school. And so when it got to be that time, like I had remembered that and he reminded me and I was like, yeah, I definitely want to, want to get into this. Carry on the legacy. Yeah, exactly. Um, I played, I played like recorder and like fourth grade fifth grade like most people um, but i pictured I, that in my head that's great but i also got like super into it so like i was the kid that learned every single song in the book mm-hmm. um and then on I was recorder in, yeah on recorder yeah. oh okay yeah they had like a had like a black belt system like you know for like martial arts except for recorders um, it was like e- each song you play, you get like another belt. And so of course your boy had the black belt. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you remember any of them that you learned at all? Or is this like so long I, it's, ago? It's even... so, it's like the basic shit. It's like Mary okay. had a little lamb. Like not in the complex. Um, you know? No, I think like the most complex thing was like amazing grace. <laughs> That's the peak. Which I mean, it's, I guess to be fair, like on recorder, like it takes a little bit of practice to do that. But it's well, I like, imagine most songs would. Yeah, you know, it'd yeah. be kind of tough playing on recorder. Or like when the Saints go marching in. All oh, right, yeah, that'd be a great cover. I love yeah. it. Love to hear that. Uh, recorder covers coming to a YouTube channel near you. Hey, I mean they do well on YouTube. Like any, <laughs> I'm sure any, they do. Any videos of recorders are either cringy or like purposely funny. So. <laughs> I'm a fan either way. <laughs> it's the kind of stuff I dig. Oh, yeah. Oh, and I did so, chorus in fourth grade. Um, and I didn't like it at all. Not because I couldn't sing or not because I didn't like to sing. I just hated all the music we, we sang. 
Just we like, didn't have choir until like high school or whatever. So I'm really? trying to figure out how you had one in like fourth grade. Like that was just an option. We had we had a fourth grade and fifth grade chorus. Uh, it was combined, oh. but that was I mean that was the extent of of the chorus. Um, you had to audition for it and to sing like "My Country Tis of Thee" or something like that. Um, to <laughs> was it really it. big? I it probably wasn't. It was like I'm trying to think. Probably like thirty something people. Okay. So I mean, I mean, fairly small, but fair, you know. But I got so irritated by it because, like, I'd want to like legit sing, and these people would couldn't carry like a tune in a bucket. Um, and then we'd sing like songs that I like. I don't even remember what they are because it was like some bullshit that I didn't care about. Right. I was like, why right. don't we sing like a good song? Um. So like, I I could have gone back and did it fifth grade, but I didn't because I just didn't want to. That's fair. Yeah, but then I started band in sixth grade. Yeah, I actually did as well, and then I like quit immediately afterward, like not even a year in. <laughs> you played uh, clarinet, right? Yeah, 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 fun stuff. But you had you had a much better time in band. You were you were the you enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it very early on. Yeah, I um, I was the kid that went home and practiced every day. <laughs> Annoyed your parents. Yeah. Playing real loud. Yeah, that was Ethan because Ethan stuck through with band, so I had to hear him starting out on trumpet and then moving on to baritone. Ooh. So it just got worse as time went on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, that got sounds louder. Right. So that's funny. It was a, it was a, it was a yikes. <laughs> <laughs> it was a yikes. Yeah. For so sure. anyway, you get into music, you start playing band or whatever, and then like, did you have like a favorite genre of music or a favorite artist at all? Uh, so growing up, I like my music expanded from contemporary Christian and gospel music to children's music on like Radio Disney and shit. Yeah, we all love that face. That's great. Yeah, and then like (laughs) TV show themes, and that was it until like late middle school, and then I started expanding my like my musical knowledge to other genres and like up to the point where in high school I was listening to anything and everything I could get my hands on. Sure. Whatever you can find. Yeah. And so I'm still like that. Like I just love anything. Like as long as it's good music, it's, you know, it's good. Did you collect CDs back in the day or not really? Well, I didn't until high school. Um, My parents had like a small CD collection, like Maybe like a good 15 or 20 CDs that I listened to over and over and over again. Um, Most of them were just Christian music. Um, But then I got into, what was it? High school, I got a job. And so I started buying CDs and then collecting them. Um, But yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. I, I definitely was not that. Like, I downloaded anything. Like, <laughs> download well, I, boy. All I the way. did download um, a lot of shit. Like, middle school. Like, as soon as I learned about LimeWire, you remember that? Yeah, I was yeah. a user on LimeWire. I love that shit. Yeah, I was not a user. Wink, wink. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel you. Yeah, no, I, I, I used to download from that. And then what other, other websites I could use after that kind of disappeared um and so and then high school i was still downloading shit uh until i got like a job and could buy my cds but Get I, income. I still ended up downloading for a while 
um, until I got like Spotify and could just stream everything. Sure. So moving along here, uh, elementary school is a pretty good time for you. Just, yeah. Just well, from I what mean, we're hearing. Relatively speaking. Well, you don't have a lot going on usually. No, like, not really. Like, I mean, like, pretty carefree. Elementary school kind of sucked because it was like, you know, that's where all the bullies were. Right. Um, I, I was like heavily bullied as a child. Um, you know, I, I went to school and did my schoolwork, but it was extremely boring to me. I just hated being there. Or, I mean, I, I didn't really hate school. I just, it was just never a challenge to me. Right. And so it was like, I did my work and I liked learning and I did all that kind of stuff. But it was like, I want to do more. I'm ready for middle school. Sure. And, uh, then and then just, that's what I was going to ask. When, when did that transition sort of happen? Because you mentioned like halfway through middle school, things kind of like changed a little bit. Yeah. So once I got into middle school, I kind of finally got like the challenge that I wanted in right. school. Um, it wasn't boring anymore, mainly because, hey, I was able to do music. Um, and that was that was a big thing that just kind of kept me like liking school for a while. Um, and then I was taking like honors classes and stuff like that. I think seventh grade, seventh grade is when things really started changing a lot because I was taking high school classes. I was doing the high school band at this time. Um, very early for somebody to do, a, to do high school band. Right. Right. And, um, many ways that's a mistake to have any like sixth or seventh grader go and, play with a marching band just because <laughs> it, 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 like there are some benefits but then like the, there there's a certain different type of playing that you kind of do in marching band that's i mean specifically as a trumpet player you're encouraged to play loud and you're encouraged to play high sure and when you're doing this all the time three four five times a week sometimes um your playing gets worse when it comes to like concert band stuff and so essentially like i did i did six years of marching band and that before i got into college and that just kind of screwed up my playing a little bit and had to relearn some stuff whoa yeah it's crazy um, so it messed you up it didn't even didn't even help yeah essentially i mean there's there was a couple of things that it helped me with but long term like it, it just wasn't because i didn't get enough uh, instruction very early on mm-hmm. as to like how I need to play this thing or whatever. Um, I was very natural at playing, but there were like some core techniques that I needed to, I needed to kind of have to, to advance later on in my, I say musical career, but I mean, you know, it's not really <laughs> career. At the time, musical yeah, career. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, that works <clears> out. But yeah, it was like seventh grade. I had so many, uh, so many extracurriculars and um, <clears throat> responsibilities and stuff, and it started to get to me a little bit. Uh, I was de- definitely like very busy, and I think at this point it was just, and definitely eighth grade. It was just like I'm ready for the next thing, <laughs> um, which it will continue to be. I guess kind of. A thing in my life like I'm always ready for the next the next thing um and it's always because I feel like I can do more sure than what society is allowing me to do at the time if that makes so, any sense so even in seventh and eighth grade with all this pressure and all this responsibility 
going on you you're still like yeah i mean but i can do more <laughs> yeah yeah no yeah. <laughs> that blows my mind because like i'm the exact opposite of that where like seventh <laughs> and eighth grade was probably the most chill time before high school like avoiding any sort of responsibility that i had to like play video games and hang out and meanwhile you on the other hand is like hey man can i do more stuff <laughs> which baffles um... me I don't get that. Speaking of video games, though, this was around 7th and 8th grade when I really started getting into games. Ooh. Yeah, because growing up, I didn't have many, many video games. I had computer educational games. They were, they were great. <laughs> I really enjoyed them. I actually, I actually did enjoy them as a kid. Sure, um, sure. Then I got like a Game Boy and at like 10 years old and had like a few games, but not, not much. But it was middle school that I learned the the wonderful world of not only like LimeWire and stuff like that for music, but uh, emulators. Yeah. And th- that that just changed my life forever. <laughs> Do you remember the first game you played? Like the big like gateway game? Uh, Super Mario 64. Hey. That's yeah. a good one to get on. <laughs> yeah. Because it, uh, it was all about the Nintendo 64 emulator that I had found first. Um, had a couple of friends that kind of introduced it to me. Uh, one of them, you know, Donovan. Right. He got he got me into uh, emulators and stuff. Project sixty four. Yeah. There you go. That was the first one I used to. Yeah. And then I got into like the NES emulator and would continue to go further from there. Sure. But all but Mario sixty four was when you got hooked. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was the one that like started the passion. Mm-hmm. I say. Do you ever like go to friends' houses earlier, play games there at all? Like I didn't. Oh, well, there was a couple of times. Um, it was like one of my mom's friends had some kids that uh were were much older than me, like seven or eight years older than me in elementary school, and they had a PlayStation One and they had Crash Bandicoot on it, and I played a little bit of that. Right, and that was fun. Um, but that's all you saw it as, just a little fun. But yeah, that was about it, yeah. yeah. Okay. Like I enjoyed it, and I wanted to play more of it, but I, I obviously didn't own it, so you know. So you get an N64 emulator, you try out Mario 64, and then, like, it's just off to the races. Like, what, oh, what yeah. stuff you start playing around, then, like, where do you go from that point? Yeah, I mean, I started checking out other N64 games, and then... Uh, this was the time that I had kind of briefly got introduced to like YouTube and like Let's Plays and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't hardcore, but like I had heard about Nintendo Capri Sun and I'd watched a couple of his videos and then I didn't really think about it too much. Um, I was playing Flash games around this time a lot <laughs> as well. Like Flash games have always been something I've kind of gone to. Sure. Um, Do you remember any like any early favorites? There's a uh, <laughs> there's a music rhythm game called Super Crazy Guitar Maniac Deluxe. I think I've played the fourth one. Yeah, um, they made like a bunch of them. Yeah, they they had they have like five of them. I started playing when the second one came out, and so I play I played the second one, loved it, loved the music and stuff. And then the th- I was like waiting for the next one to come out, and I played. I think I've played all of them at this point, but. Yeah, so like I got into like Flash games and N sixty four stuff, and uh, I mean it wouldn't be it wouldn't be till I was a sophomore in high school before I really really got into gaming stuff. 
but I kind of like always enjoyed games. I just hadn't gotten hardcore into them yet. Okay. So when we're talking like pre seventh and eighth grade, Zach, like if people called you a nerd, they were referring to the academic version of you, right? Oh, like, absolutely. Yeah. You weren't you weren't like a comic book guy. You weren't watching anime. You weren't playing games or even TV. Mm-hmm. It was just yeah. like. I'm a, I'm the book nerd. That's me. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, yeah. I mean, I I had I didn't have any comic books growing up. Um, I didn't watch anime growing up. I actually wasn't allowed to watch most of the popular anime at the time. Right. So like Pokemon and Dragon Ball, I wasn't allowed to watch. Yu Gi Oh, I wasn't allowed to watch. Um, so I didn't really get that aspect at all. Um, and then. I briefly got into manga for a little bit in like seventh grade just by accident. Uh, but then didn't go back into that until later video games. I mean, like, like I said, just, just a little bit here and there, but yeah, I mean, I was, I was the band nerd and the, (laughs) you know, the book nerd at this point. Right. I read a lot. I did read a lot. Okay. Well, there's some, you're getting a little bit of media fix. Just, yeah. Just not the stuff you were known for today. Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah, for sure. That makes sense. I didn't so, even watch a whole lot of TV growing up. I mean, I did, but I it was all like kids programming. Right. Your Arthur's, yeah. your uh, Curious yeah. George. Your iCarly's and Hannah I, Montana's. Your iCarly. Yeah, that kind of stuff. I bet that show's funny in retrospect now that where you're at now. You know, I I like looking back on that show. I forgot that it is about a web show. Right, right. Like I never like when I think about that show. The first thing I don't th- I like the first thing I think about is just like these goofy kids in high school. <laughs> right, it's like wacky wacky team random. Yeah, it's not that they're basically first like YouTubers. That's right. not what I think about. Even though that's very much a thing. With the professional-ass camera and a Mac and all this yeah. other stuff. Yeah, yeah. They, they had their shit going. An apartment, studio, and all that stuff. Yeah, like, in retrospect, I, I think I'm more jealous now than I ever <laughs> was of that show. <laughs> I want to be iCarly. I kind of want to go back and, like, watch some of it. Um, sure. One, to see if it holds up. I doubt it does. Probably and, not. Um, two, to see if, like... Like, to see what kind of, like, video references they make. And Mm -hmm. see how accurate they are. (laughs) I want to see how much I relate to it. Or probably don't relate to it at all. Oh, jeez. Okay. So, 7th and 8th grade, you're kind of getting the taste of all these different things. A little bit of manga here. A little bit of video games here. Yeah. Uh, Maybe a little bit of TV. Who knows? And then high school rolls around. Mm-hmm. Did, you, did you have a good high school experience, or were you not a not a fan? Um, overall, I think I had a good high school experience. Uh, socially, it was fine for the most part. Um, uh, academically, it was fine for the most part. Sure. Um, I I just didn't want to be there. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, that was the like. I, I think first like first year of high school was great Mm -hmm. and then second year of high school i just got tired of being in marching band which was the sole purpose of me being in high school um junior year i'm getting tired of classes uh and like ready to graduate just just ready to move on to college you had senioritis sophomore year 
Yes. <laughs> yes. That's that's how that's how ahead of the curve you are. For yeah. It, like, it's, it's crazy. Because I was I was like, you know, I was taking honors classes the entire time. I was taking college classes when they were available to me. And then I had the music thing going for me. And I knew or like at this point, um, because it was like sixth, seventh grade, I decided I wanted to be a music teacher. Mm-hmm. And so like I had already planned on what college I wanted to go to. I had already planned on like you know, all that kind of shit. And, and I got there. Like I got to the exact college I wanted to to do the exact thing that I wanted to do. Um, we'll get to that in a bit, I'm sure. Sure, um, sure. But it was like high school, I, I'm i ready to to go do that thing. Like um, I did six years of marching band and four of those years, uh, three of those years were bad. <laughs> it's 50-50. I mean, you got, yeah. a little, you got a little bit. You got a little bit of good stuff. Yeah. So uh, my first year, we had a new guy come in and start my very first year and he did really well with the program he got us like to win in trophies and shit and we were doing good and then he leaves my uh my fourth year and we get this like we have this one guy in here for a couple months he gets fired for cussing out a student (laughs) (laughs) you know classic then we have a retired band director come in like awesome guy love him he was not he was not ready for modern day, uh, like mostly ghetto high school. He was just, right. not, it just wasn't, he just wasn't ready. He'd like taught back in the fifties. He's like, Oh, I'm sure it's the exact same. We're just yeah. going to slide on in here. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't happen. So, I mean, long story short, I was, um, I was band captain for four out of six of those years. Mm-hmm. And, um, which is crazy because a freshman as band captain is nuts. Yeah. Um, but I ended up having to, because of the band directors not kind of doing anything, I was the, like, the one that was taking in charge, you know, being in charge of a lot of things. Yeah, right. But this wasn't new, though, because you had mentioned earlier with the siblings, kind of a similar, similar role. Right, right, right. Like, I've, all, like, it's never been. It's never been a struggle for me to like, I guess, be a leader um, in any regards. Were there any but, other instances like outside of band and being a sibling? Did you have to like lead any other like projects um, or other stuff? Yeah, I think in I think in school I was one of the one of the main people people would go to for like like help in class um, and help for projects or you know if there was a like a team you know, like a group project. I was the one that was making sure like things were getting done, uh, that kind of thing. So it's always been like a natural, natural thing to just kind of lead, lead stuff. But with marching band, I just got so tired of like our program wasn't good. And I'm trying to like help lead a program of a bunch of students that don't want to be there. And the band director doesn't even want to be there. Or the band director isn't doing what they're supposed to do. And so, like, I'm in this position where, like, I could be, you know, like, I could run this program by myself, but I'm in high school and I can't get paid for this because I got to get a degree. (laughs) So I'm like, I would just want to go get a degree so I can do this and get paid for it instead of where I am right now. (laughs) Having to do it for free. Right. So here's the thing, then. Uh, 
you kind of had a lot of experience at a at a young age in particular like what what in your definition is is good leadership in particular because like a lot of people i notice people there's people who want to be leaders and then people mm. who actually are right and i noticed in that story in particular it wasn't like oh, I want to be the leader because I get all the power and popularity. Right, right, right. The way you were describing it just sounded like, I'm so fed up <laughs> all these people. I could do it better. And then you just took action and actually did it. Like, what, what's good leadership to you it, since you've had so much experience with it? Um, I think a lot of the best leaders are kind of placed in that leadership position. Mm -hmm. Um, so it isn't so much of, you know, that's a popularity contest. I want to have power or anything like that. Um, which I mean, that can, that can definitely occur, but it's almost like a lot of great leaders are put in a position to lead mm -hmm. because they were a leader before they even were given the title, if that makes sense. Or even knew it. Right. Definitely. I got um, you. You know, it's it's about like being a good role model and, you know, doing what you're supposed to be doing in any given position, first and foremost, uh, because if you're the, you know, and in the case of like, like high school, um, if you're the kid who is always talking back in class and not doing your work and not, you know, not coming to class or whatever it may be, um, then obviously like you're a bad role model in the, in the scheme of school. Sure. Um, so for a teacher to put you in a position where you're leading somebody that wouldn't be in their best interest and it wouldn't be in your best interest either. Right. Um, so it has to make sense a little bit. Right. And then I think the other thing is just listening to people. Um, it's so important because a lot of people that are put in a leadership position, um, even <laughs> such big positions as like our presidency, uh, will right. have... <laughs> We'll have instances where people like to talk and they like to, you know, give orders and try to like make a lot of actions. But before anything can really be done, you, you really have to listen to the people that you're supposed to be leading. Sure. Is, um, is leadership fun? Is it supposed to be fun? I mean, I think it can't, I think it can be rewarding. Okay. But I don't know if that's the same thing as fun. I think they're a little different. Yeah, like I think they can be the same, but I think in the in the sense of leadership, um, I think you can have fun doing the activity that you're doing. Uh, but I think when it comes to being a leader, it's it's extremely demanding, and there are a lot of unfun aspects of it. Fair. Um, like I mean, there was instances in in marching band where I had to like take kids out in the hallway who didn't want to be there and be like, yo, dude, like you gotta, you know, you gotta chill out or you're going to go home or something, you know, cause you're, you don't want to be here. You're not even participating. Uh, what else are, you know, what else are we supposed to do? Um, you know, I had instances where a kid literally started walking home because he didn't want to be there. And I had to like contact the band director and be like, yo, what are we supposed to do about this? Because this kid can't be out on their own his own. He's like 15 or whatever. Right. Um, or at least you know. it's not in your city. <laughs> right, right. Um, not, yeah. Um, I guess that's something I should should say about the, the little part of Greenville that I'm from is not a, 
not the most pleasant place to be in. Right. In in many regards. Um but yeah, I mean there's there's a lot of different instances like that. I've gotten like cussed out by students because they don't think that somebody their age should have any kind of I say the word power just right. because that's what they think I have power over them, but at the end of the day, like I'm just trying to make sure like the program is good, you know. It's it's a you're not my dad type of scenario. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. That's a meme now, but like people people think like that all the time. You oh, know? Yeah. It's a real thing. And it's not just as like a leader in like a student organization or anything. Like it's like that for teachers here too. Sure. Um, because a lot of kids these days, and uh, I sound like I'm 40, but <laughs> a lot of kids these days, they don't like authority. And so they think they can just do whatever what they want. Mm-hmm. And it's, that's not the case because there are right. consequences, you know? Sure. Did you have an instance like that where you got, like, too big-headed over it? You kind of had to, like, reel it back a bit? Um, that's a good question. I don't think I ever got to that point. I th- I do think there were, there were moments where I got, like, incredibly pissed off. And I just, I, yeah, I guess, I, like, I did have to, like, calm down a bit because, I mean... Me punching somebody isn't going to solve a situation, <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know. Not that I ever was going to punch anybody, but you know, there you know, you have feelings. You're like, you don't come to band. I uh, swear to God, you're dead. You're gone. You're not showing up tomorrow. You're pissed at you. Okay, if you're pissed off at your own sibling, who's also in the band, and you're in charge of them. Oh, that's you're a, in a that's really a fresh hell. <laughs> interesting situation. That's a fresh hell. It's one of those things like, just wait till we get home. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, thankfully, me and Ethan were only in band for, like, a couple of months. And I was in no way, like, ahead of him. And he wasn't either. We were just, like, yeah. in the same room. And that was that was perfectly fine. That was good. <laughs> I preferred it that way. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, that's, a, that's an interesting tangent. Um, let's move on <laughs> a little bit there. I'll, I'll periodically bring up kind of, like, deeper questions like that whenever I see fit, really. Yeah, yeah, uh, for sure. But I thought that was interesting, so I thought I'd bring it up. <laughs> anyway, um, so 7th and 8th grade, high school, stuff like that, goes pretty well for the most part. Um, you already know what college you're going to. You already know what you're doing there. So, mm-hmm. like, just between between doing marching band and school stuff and all this, and a job, by the way, because you were working mm-hmm. at this point, yeah, I worked senior work year at? of high school. Um, I well, I started working the summer before senior year, and I worked at a grocery store uh, sure. called Bilo. 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 Yeah. Okay. It's uh, it's specific to the southeast. Like I think there's like four states that have it or something like that. We don't. I don't know. We do not at all. Yeah. That's fair. But, yeah. but between all this going on, uh. What'd you do in your free time exactly? Was it just kind of like expanding on those interests? Uh, video games um, and stuff like that or not really? Up till sophomore year, it was just like practicing music. Um, I was almost like up till freshman year. It was it was just like I went home, I practiced trumpet um, or I, I practiced piano because um, I was kind of like teaching myself piano, teaching myself a little bit of guitar. Um 
I got into like learning saxophone. I just, I just really enjoyed music. And so I was just kind of learning as much of it as I could at this time. Um, listening to music, playing a little bit of video games here and there on the computer. Yeah. Until I got into YouTube stuff around like the, like the end of my freshman year. Okay. So let's just go into that then because, uh, you know, you're a YouTuber, I guess. (laughs) Another YouTube podcast. I mean, mean, we might as well go ahead and talk about the platform that this podcast is based around. Uh, (laughs) So what are what are your like early experiences of YouTube? We know you watched a little bit of Nintendo Capri Sun there, but was there anything like pre that at all? Did you watch the funny cat memes or, or you know, I like, didn't actually. No um, cat memes? I think I watched more on in middle school, I watched more on Newgrounds. Um, like animated stuff. Little stupid animated stuff. Mm-hmm. I watched Funnily enough, I would watch certain videos on like Daily Motion <laughs> um, because it wasn't blocked at school. It wasn't blocked <laughs> at school. Um, I don't remember exactly what, but there were like certain things I'd watch there um, with like some friends. And then like I didn't get hardcore into watching YouTube until freshman year of high school. Okay. Yeah. Because like I knew about Nintendo Capri Sun, but I still didn't watch it much. Uh, mainly because he cussed and it was like, <laughs> like, I can't have this going on around like my parents or my siblings. That's why you get some um, good headphones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, but yeah. It's funny to think of like Nintendo Capri Sun is like a provocative, vulgar guy compared to like what's going on now, even. I know. <laughs> like I that's know. so funny. That's so funny for me to think about. Yeah. Like, man. You were, you were, Nintendo Capri Sun was too hardcore at the time for you. Well, I mean, he cusses. <laughs> sure. Pretty regularly. That, I mean, um, sure. But there are definitely, like, I think, like, the extent of his humor, like, in regards of, like, vulgarity was, like, using fuck every once in a while. And, like, like, toilet humor. Like, the embodiment of toilet humor. Sure. Uh, meanwhile... Like the sexual jokes are just rampant on current YouTube, right? Um, you know, like again, like some dark humor. There was far um, worse at the time. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, I'm I'm absolutely sure of it. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, but it's gotten a lot more provocative now, definitely, mm-hmm. than it used yeah. to. So you watch uh, Nintendo Capri Sun. Who else? That was like that was it until freshman year. Okay. Um. But freshman year, I was introduced to Ray Liam Johnson and Equals 3. I got super into that. I watched it every single time it came out. Um, He had a cartoon band called Your Favorite Martian. I started watching that on their, like, second video when it came out. And I was habitually tuning into (laughs) that every two weeks uh, until they released their last video. And then never put out the album they were going to put on because Maker Studios sucks. Yeah, that was sad. Yeah. I watched a little bit of their stuff, too. They're, they're good They're good stuff. Yeah, no, I still enjoy it. All right. Um, Staged pretty well, too. I had a friend of mine, the same friend that got me into Ray William Johnson, try to get me into, tub- like, Tabuscus. <laughs> but I never got into it. Um, 
I want to say that there's got to have been like a couple of Jack's films videos that I watched, but didn't didn't get into him until much later. Um, and he was around that early. Yeah. Oh, Jack Stone's been around for ten years. I did not know that. He's Holy been doing cow. he's been doing videos for ten years. Yeah. Like, Shoot. Like Philip DeFranco and them. Yeah. Right. I knew Philly V did. I didn't know Jack Stone did. Yeah. That's, he, that's cool. That's really. He got cool. big doing parodies. Um. Well, that you're so the Yeah. <laughs> well, like Yai uh, is only like two years old. Sure. So, but yeah. Um. And then, oh, what was it? We we uh we watched this not too long ago, but Smash Tasm, good old Machinima. Machinima was everywhere. Got into that, and uh, then this was when I was starting to like hardcore watch uh, Nintendo Capri Sun. And uh, Batman ninety five oh two, smaller Let's Player. Um, but I had just gotten Twilight Princess for the GameCube and. I looked up a uh, a walkthrough, and that was when I really had started like learning about the uh, the wonders of Let's Plays. <laughs> you were you were a fan. You were a fan early on. Yeah, you still are. This day a yeah. little bit. Yeah, a That's, little bit. What the Batman guy continue to make stuff? Is he still around? Um, he is still around. He doesn't do things as often as he used to be. Um, but what I really enjoyed about his videos at the time was that I could listen to him out loud because he didn't cuss. <laughs> wow. Wow. What a concept. Uh, but he's still, he was, he was still entertaining though, which was nice. Um, and still stands up today. That's pretty great. cool. Pretty cool YouTuber. Hypothetically, if mm. there, what if there's a kid in your exact same situation, like same deal. And they mm. get onto YouTube around the same age you did mm. and like found Zack Snyder Productions mm. and like couldn't play it because <laughs> you said a swear word in a video. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just picturing that. That'd be great. Um, I mean, that was like one of my siblings, but then they did play it in front of my dad. Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> this, is, this isn't even hypothetical anymore. This is real do I need to tell the story of my first curse word? No, no, no not my first. But my first swear. My first swear. Go ahead, though. Go ahead. Tell the story of when my dad found out I cursed. Yeah. Uh, oh, boy. Um, so I'm at college, right? This mm-hmm. is sophomore year of college. Sure. Uh, a few months before this day, I put on a video of a Flash game called Can Your Pet? It's a little... Uh, Little, um, I played it before. It's the Doki Doki Literature Club <laughs> of its time. <laughs> of its time. Um, big twist at the end. And I, not, not, this is not the first video I've cussed in at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, because getting into YouTube, I didn't cuss because I was at home and couldn't. And so once I got to college, I was doing more like collabs and stuff. I was like, hey. I can say whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> hey. Um, or so I thought. Right. And I'm like, so I'm playing this flash game. You got even got the webcam on there, so there's no mistaking <laughs> who it is, <laughs> who the uh, sinner and, is in this scenario. <laughs> exactly. Uh, this little thing happens in the game, and I'm like, holy fuck, or something like that. Right. I'm like, oh boy. 
Um, anyways, I say I say it. The video's good. You know, four months later, I, I I'm in my room just chilling, doing something. I think I was watching anime or something at the time. I get a phone call from my dad. No, I know what I said in the video. I'm like, can your fucking pet? Because I was just like, I couldn't believe what just happened. And I get a phone call from my dad, and he says, and this this is quote this is exactly what he says. He says, okay, can your effing pet? <laughs> I'm like. What? I was kind of like I, I was. I was You're in chilling. shock. I was chilling. Well, I didn't. I didn't. I couldn't understand exactly what he had said at first. He was like, "Can your effing pet?" I was like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Can your effing pet YouTube video?" I'm like, "Nani?" <laughs> I'm like, what? He's like, "So you cuss now?" I was like, um, I don't know what to say. <laughs> right, you can't lie to him. He has video like, evidence. Like, I don't, I don't know what to say. I was like, uh, well, I mean, it was, uh, um, I guess I, 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 guess I guess I said a bad word in a video. Sure. Uh, and he's, he's like, uh, he's like, I know, I know in the last couple of years, I've started to use profanity around you, around you kids more often. <laughs> Uh, but I've never said this word in front of you. So I'm really kind of uh, disappointed. And I'm like, man. <laughs> you, probably, you probably knew that word for like years. Years beforehand. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I've known since middle school. Right. Um, I'm like, well, like, that's not the only video I've cussed in. Um, he was like, you really should watch your language. Uh, kids could be watching your videos. It's like, well, my videos aren't for kids. Um, you know, uh, but, uh, long, long story short that, uh, the phone call eventually ends. And then I look down at my phone and I see a text message from my younger sister, who's two years younger than me. Uh, she was 18 at this point. At this right. She's like, I may have screwed up. <laughs> it's the text message I may have screwed up. <laughs> I was I, so I texted her back. I was like, "What are you talking about?" She says, "I wanted to see your reaction to this game because I saw somebody else playing it and I didn't know you were gonna say a bad word." I was like, "Well, this is why we use headphones. <laughs> this is why we use headphones." But I mean, she didn't normally just like watch it, like across the room. Like she was like. Dad, look at this video. This is gonna be fun. No, no. And so, yeah, that happened. And then That's I get a call, phone call from my mom uh, later on that day, um, and she's like, "I saw the video." <laughs> at this point, you're just embarrassed, right? You're like, oh no. Yeah, I'm just, just like, stop. I'm just like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just, I just say, I'm sorry. And she's like, I thought it was funny. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, that sponge, like that SpongeBob meme with crap, like uh, Mr. Krabs, where he's just kind of like all over the place. I'm like, what? Mm. And she's like, I saw the video. Um, you know, I thought it was funny. You're an adult now. You know, I can't really control what you're saying. Um, I was like, okay. <laughs> like, well, that's not the only video I've cussed in. She's like, well, you know. As long as they don't get shown. It's, it's all right. <laughs> as long as no one sees um, and then and then she like tells me a week later that she started watching my amnesia playthrough. I'm like, oh no. 
Because <sighs> that's so much worse. Right. It's a horror movie. What do you, what do you expect? Yeah, exactly. So um, here's the thing, though. After all this goes down, do you, like, for a couple of months, just don't swear and then try to do it again? Or do you go, like, right back into it? <laughs> um, I think I started to watch some of what I was uploading at the time. Because uh, I knew I was, like, under that radar. So I was like, what am I uploading? When I, you know, um, it was, like, 2015. I'm, like, experimenting with a bunch of new shit anyway. So I'm like, what, what, what am I putting up right now? Uh, but not really. I didn't, like, change too much. Um, I did start to watch some of the jokes I was making. <laughs> it's like, just in case. Uh, never, never uh, did you say. Uh, at this point, like, I still think my dad is not 100% okay with me, like, cussing in my videos. Well, then the whole um, Dream Daddy debacle uh, happened. <laughs> well, nothing's really happened with that. <laughs> fortunately. Yeah. And I'd like As to just not talk this. about it just in case. <laughs> in case you listen to this podcast? I doubt he will, but just in case, I'd like to keep that just, you know, just a thing that just hopefully never happens. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> so, oh, um, man. so when do you, when do you start like actually uploading videos? Cause this obviously was later on. When do you actually start like uploading stuff? Um, I started in 2011 in May. It was like right. early May. Um, and I started with music videos. I started with like trumpet covers and piano covers. I think the first video I uploaded was like Numb by Linkin Park piano cover in the chorus room in my high school with like a, uh, you remember, you remember those netbooks? They were like smaller laptops. Yeah. Like Acer put out a couple and I had one of those. They were pretty bad. Yeah, they were pretty bad. It was like maybe like 250 gigabyte hard drive, maybe. But it had like a webcam on it. And uh, so I just like used the webcam on that computer and the, uh, the you know, the the internal microphone. Took it to school with me and, and recorded these pretty mediocre covers we <laughs> hoping uh, to like get picked up on like american isle or something like that like i, I didn't really have like any hopes to do anything with it it's sure kind of like uh i was like inspired by a couple of youtubers that i watched like make to, like upload videos and i was like hey i'm practicing this music anyways it'd be cool to like put them up online and so i put them there and i don't think i ever actively tried to grow that channel um more of a hobby at all yeah it was just more of like a like a strict hobby okay um and then december of 2011 happened and i was like playing some games or doing something i had an idea to start a series about nintendo's history and so i started another channel called subijin games um what was the first one called it was just called subijin okay yeah which was I've said so it before on the channel, but basically it was a it was a word that I made up for a book that I was going to write with a couple of friends. Um, this this name was the the name of a character that was a lion, uh, <laughs> and uh, I just kind of made it just like became like my email address in middle school, and like I just kept with it and. <laughs> 
So when I made the gaming channel, I was like, well, what am I going to call it? I'll just name it Subijin Games. Because um, at this point, like a lot of gamers who had other channels were doing that kind of thing anyways. Right, right, right. Um, but December 2011, uploaded a, a trailer for, I, I use the term trailer loosely, for Nintendo the History. It was really bad. It was just like, I think it's still up. You can still see it. It's just like Windows Movie Maker images and music and some text like laid on top of some of it. Yeah, that's the first video available. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> you can still see it to this day. Nothing I like special. The, I like the <laughs> Nintendo's capitalized and trailers capitalized, but the histories is all under capes. That's that's fantastic. That's clean. I yeah. like that. There you go. So you and when you even made the trailer, did you really have any idea what like the first episode was even gonna be, or did you like I gotta get something? Um, just throw it out there. Just look. I just kind of throw it out there. I was just like, I really want to do this thing. Uh, here's this idea I have. Let me make a trailer for it because I had like I had like some ideas for what I, for what I wanted to do, but it wasn't like big ideas. Um, and then I think. When did I put out episode zero? I'm trying to remember. I got it up here. Got it. Yeah, six years ago, February 10th, 2012. Okay, so about three months later, I upload, I, I make that video. Um, that was the fun fact. That was the first video I made in uh, Adobe Premiere. Hmm. Um, not the pro version, but the elements version, which is inferior to the pro version. And then still the, got the job done. Was the trailer movie maker? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Clean. This is like the first time I really had any kind of experience with editing. No, it definitely is the first time I had any experience with editing. Because <laughs> before you were just recording music covers. Like, yeah. record, done. Throw it out yeah. there. Mm -hmm. I think between December and February, the channel just wasn't just vacant. Uh, there are actually a lot of videos that I uploaded that were Let's Plays. Because I was watching Let's Players, I was like, I can make some Let's Plays. So I did it, and uh, you can't see those videos anymore because I deleted them. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, like, I, I hate that I did that. <laughs> I do. Um, <laughs> but, you knew the uh, cringe. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I uploaded some Let's Play parts in between those. Um, I joined a website called Four Forgotten Things. And I uh, had episode zero come out in Nintendo the History. Yep. Which at the moment is at 203 views, but I imagine it was a lot lot lower at the time. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think I got, I want to say I got a lot of views really quickly. I think I got like half of that within the first couple of weeks. Um, I see. Mainly from the website or did you share it around? Uh, I Most of it was from the website, but I did like share it on some forums and stuff. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Well, yeah. so this is sort of your YouTube, like, at least the gaming side of it, start. You do a couple of music things here and there. Mm -hmm. And then Nintendo The History is, like, your first, like, actual big project here. Yeah. Which is ironic. Considering. <laughs> Considering its history. Um, right. I mean. It's had, right. a, it's had a very interesting history. Right. Um, more more of a Sabijin Games history now than it is. Yeah, for real. Nintendo related. 
Um, <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. So, uh, the website in particular for Forgotten Things, you just found that and you joined it or you had like a friend come up to you or... Um, in March of 2012, I had been doing, so I'd been on YouTube for a few months at this point. I got a, I guess this is, this is almost a year of me being on YouTube, but like, you know, since December of the, of the past year. So a few months of just doing gaming stuff. Right. But uh, I get a message on like the old YouTube messaging stuff. Rest in peace. From from like this guy named Alec McGill, who I still talk to this to to this day. Um, he was like, I got this website for Let's Players. So let's play like forum. Um, and we'd like to have like we'd love to have you on there. He's basically just trying to recruit new members. Like he probably sent the same message out to like a lot of people. Oh, sure. Um, but I, I was like, all right, yeah, I'll check it out. Checked it out. I was like, OK, this this looks pretty cool. Um, got on there within the first couple of days and just kind of started posting some of my videos, trying to get involved on it. Saw that they were looking for a, this is how professional this was. They were looking for a U.S. recruitment officer. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's um, an official title right there. Yeah. So looking for somebody to help recruit the website and, you know, get new, get new people on there. And I was like, yo, I can do that. So I sent out like had a little application. It wasn't nothing fancy or big or anything. Sure. And I applied for it and um got a message back from Alec. He was like, Let's talk on Skype later on tonight to like, you know, talk about this. And so I had to download Skype because I never used it before. <laughs> um I, I, I'm like thinking, part of me is thinking, what if this guy is like 60 years old in a basement and he wants to molest me, you know? <laughs> right. Because um, I never like touched anything like that before. Uh, and I get on, like I get on call with him. He's really chill. We're just like, yeah. Uh, he's, he's like, yeah, we can, we can have you as the recruitment officer. Um, <laughs> so I, I do that for like a good year. I think I was on the, it was like... Most of 2012, um, and then the end of 2012 was interesting for me as well. But I mean, we can get into that later, I guess. Sure. But um, you had done basically just like a few let's plays. He sends hmm. you this email or whatever. You join, hmm. and then like just a couple of days later, oh hey, you want to do this thing that you have no experience in? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pretty much. And you're just like, oh okay, right. like, I'll do this thing. Yeah. Well, whatever. But it yeah. worked, hey. I mean, you, you got you got a yeah. few people there. I did. I think I got about 200 people on there over the, like the the next few months, which is pretty cool. Um, sure. And it helped my channel too. The important um, part. <laughs> yeah. Because because I was getting new people on there by like basically doing the exact same thing he did to me. It was like messaging them through YouTube. Um, I was talking to new like potential people I could end up collabing with and I did collab with a lot of them early on. Um, I did a show on my channel that was specifically like targeted towards members of the website. Um, the new members on the new members on some of those episodes are uh, the first four, I think. Yeah. With the with the stick haircut, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the yellow great, shirt. Man. 
my fat ass just sitting there talking and I, nice green wall <laughs> dark green yeah. wall <laughs> let's see here the first one i was in my room and i put a sheet up behind me yeah the okay. second one i was in my band room um or a chorus room same with the fourth one the third one i was also back in my room but i like changed the background i think or yeah that's a different video yeah this one looks like a skype deal yeah, I had an interview with a, with a great man named as the Hard Rock Polak. Basically, like, it, it was interesting because I kind of got into this thing not really expecting anything out of it. But, uh, right, 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 right. I got a lot out of it early on. Um, a lot of new, like, people, like, supporting me. Mm-hmm. And having, like, the collabs and stuff. Having a bunch of people to talk to on Skype. Um, basically just open up the opening up like this entire new world. Like YouTube started to become something completely different to me. Yeah. For the Especially just for the platform in general too. Mm-hmm. 2012 oh, in yeah. and of itself is kind of a big year. And you mm-hmm. know, with all the change you're saying going on, like in the background, YouTube itself is, is changing into what we would see today for better or for worse. Yeah, for sure. For better a lot of big worse. let's players got their, Kind of started around this time. Right, right. Um, Your Grumps and the like. Grumps, Markiplier, PewDiePie, Jacksepticeye, all of them all started around this time. If you were over there like um, Nintendo Capri Sun for life, baby. I don't care about the, <clears throat> these hipsters. Yeah, boy. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, watch, I didn't watch any of these guys until much later. Right. Um, just like the older stuff. So... The thing I want to ask then is like, obviously the start you had on YouTube, at least with Sabian Games, probably didn't happen to a lot of people. I would argue, you know. Oh yeah, for sure. It's very much a unique case. Do you think you would have continued for as long as you did on the Sabian Games channel and still going? Actually, mm-hmm. uh, do you think you would have had the motivation to continue if that had not happened? If just the offer never comes. You just continue to do a couple let's plays and random videos, and maybe it doesn't go anywhere. Or maybe another opportunity comes. Like, what do you think would have happened? I don't know. Um, what will? F- I, I don't know because I am a very self-driven person, um, very self-motivated. Um, basically, everything I've ever like done. Uh, I've kind of like pushed myself to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but that just having like that support in the background um, and having like that place that I could go to, to talk to other people that were doing the same things as me. And uh, we'll see with Nintendo, the history I ended up like recruiting some people to help me work on that. And so I was actually seeing like projects like finalized and actually looking to be good videos. Um, at least at the time, of course. Um, I don't know. I don't know how it would be if I didn't have that early on. It would be somewhat different. I asked that in particular because I know we hear we hear about it a lot of people who start out don't really gain much traction or support and just end up going like nowhere. You know, mm. I I picture how many channels would have killed for something like what you had there and the opportunity that you were given there. 
would oh, they yeah. have, would they sure. have done the work after the fact? You know, like that's up in the air. Mm. Uh, like it came, it comes down to the person at all. But like, I know so many channels who like, if they had gotten what you had, would have probably would have probably been like. Man, even if YouTube goes nowhere, I'm going to keep going for the next five or so years just because I have had such a great start, right? Right. Um, I think in many regards, people actually have it better now um, because, like, we're talking about a very small forum website. Sure. Um, in terms of, like, the amount of members that it was on it, like, there was maybe 30 when I joined um then i you know i had to get like i got like 200 people on there um but then also i didn't get my first 100 subscribers until after i had stopped doing things with this website okay so i think i i think into 2012 um when i had kind of when i took like a really major hiatus uh i had like 60 something subscribers so while I did get like some results from the website, I think overall uh, you could do much better today with Facebook groups. And, you know, if you're actually like participating in the Facebook groups and really just kind of going, going all in there or um, even like, you know, Discord 100% having some kind of other, you know, not even be in your own Discord, just, you know participating in discord servers sure and all this kind of stuff i mean where we're at now you know i see people like uh people like ben or whatever mm. who you know maybe had a youtube channel before he came into my discord and then kind of like got the motivation to continue and not mm. only that but has a platform to share it on and i'm not going to get rid of any of his stuff like i'm not going to take his stuff off of self promo because I know that if I was in that position and I was for a good while, like right. that would have meant the world to me. Right. Like, Oh yeah, definitely. To have a place where you could do that and post your stuff on there and, you know, have people interested and in caring about it. Like that's insane. And then that, and that's real huge. And I think, you know, like positive support just means the world to people. And, mm -hmm. and I think like that, that will get you results a lot of the time um oh definitely you know i mean you still have to work granted but it's good it's nice yes. to have a good foundation <laughs> right it's nice to have people who support what you're doing hmm. um but i do know that like i gained a lot of valuable lessons from that group um i i grew a lot um the reason a lot of my early videos are no longer online anymore is because i deleted them because uh, one of the older guys on the website gave me like a lot of advice um, in terms of commentary and even like just making sure my videos are better and then telling me that I needed to edit. <laughs> Crazy <laughs> thought. Simple. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I was like, okay, well, this guy's telling me I need to like fix all this shit. Let me go and do it. And so I deleted like a hundred videos. Wow. And uh, yeah. Lost media, everybody. Started. Yeah. <laughs> never see it again. I really wished I never deleted it. Because I had like like half of a Superman, uh, Superman, no. Super Mario 64 <laughs> Let's Play. I had 
uh, an entire Kirby's Adventure Let's Play. Um, the first time I played Contra, because I've done that a couple times. What else? The first time I played Conker's Bad Fur Day, I've also done that a couple times. Uh, just like all of it's gone. I started Paper Mario. I almost finished Mega Man X. There's probably something else I'm forgetting too. <laughs> all these other things. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, uh, the group disbands, to my knowledge. I don't know how. Does he, like, take down the site, or do you, like, leave? It was a combination of things. Um, in September 2012, I got a girlfriend, mm. and, um... I decided that between marching band and high school and relationship that I didn't have time to make YouTube videos. <sighs> also, I think we lost internet at my house around the same time too. So it's it just a perfect like a, storm. Yeah, it was just like a perfect storm. Um, we're in like my junior year of is this junior year. Yeah, I think this is the beginning of my junior year of high school. And so it's like everything's just kind of like cranked up to 100 times the you know what it had been in the past and so i decided to like take a hiatus and so from the end of like the end of 2012 till i don't think february of 2013 or something like that i just didn't upload uh which also meant i wasn't on the websites and they had already they were having some drama around this time too which sure. tends to happen when a you, lot. well 230 people <laughs> yeah yeah. Um, you know, there was some drama. There was some really stupid drama, as most drama is. And uh, then not only that, but the host of the website, he had hoped to, by the end of 2012, to have a thousand people on the website. That was kind of his goal. And running a website isn't cheap. Mm -hmm. And so when it came around the time to where he would have to kind of renew the domain, he was like, ah, do I really want to pay this like $80? right now for this so he didn't he changed the the website to it was pretty advanced like you could upload your videos directly to the website uh with uh with your youtube link and there was like a lot of really cool features for it but um he switched it to like a regular like forum based thing and so nobody really wanted to use it after that and uh, even when I tried, when I came back to YouTube and it was still up for like a few more months, I really couldn't get a whole lot of people to do anything on it. Sure. You think, do you think had you not had all these things happen at once, do you think you could have got it to a thousand or probably not? Um, I don't know if I could have gotten the site to a thousand, but I think I could have kept it from not, you know, not leaving. Sure. I think right around this time with as big as Let's Plays were getting and with as much changes as YouTube was making and my and like my consistency because I was putting out multiple videos a day, I think I definitely lost a lot of momentum during this time, uh, well, which kind of sucks. <laughs> it was the end of an era almost because things, things sort of changed after that. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. You know? old YouTube practices and, you know, this era of your channel kind of. Yeah. I mean, watch time was becoming big and, um, I was putting out multiple videos a day, which means my watch time would have been up at least a little bit. 
um, compared to most people. And so, who knows? But in hindsight, is that a, is that a regret of yours a little bit, or do you try yeah, to as well? I think it's a regret. I don't like to like. I don't like to to dwell on past mistakes or anything like that, or even past choices in general, um, because I think everything happens for a reason. I think some of the greatest things that's happened in my life have had, you know, bad things come up with it. And some of the worst things that's happened in my life have had great things come out of it. So it's one of those things where like, yeah, it sucked, but I think taking that hiatus and then coming back, I think I was stronger than ever for a while. And uh, that seems to be a, seems to be a little pattern in my life, which is interesting (laughs) with YouTube. Sure. Ups and downs, um, highs and lows. Yeah. I, I mean, I think every YouTuber kind of experiences that anyways. Sure. In their own unique way, definitely. Right. Things happen, things come up, YouTube mm. changes, other things go around, but you got to stick with it, right? That's the thing. Exactly. I think the biggest thing I learned out of that entire experience was to never let another person get in the way of your passions. That's true. Like, whether they intentionally got in the way of it or you just weren't able to find time to do your, you know, to do your passions because of a relationship or whatever it is. Um, Because, I mean, it was just, it just, you know, it just kind of sucks that I spent those few months in a relationship. And obviously that didn't end, you know, that, that isn't going on anymore. And so what am I still doing? You know, I'm still doing YouTube. Sure. Sure. So, and, and that lesson, did that carry into, because you were talking junior year around that time, Mm. that mindset sort of carry into like college and later on where you're like, if you had any doubt about what you were doing, you could always go back and be like, well, Hey, you know, don't let anyone get in the way of your, of your passion. Yeah. I think, I think I've very, I've always been kind of passion driven. Um, I mean, the reason I ever wanted to be a teacher was because I like music. Um, or I love music. The reason I ever wanted to like write music was because I love music. The reason I ever wanted to do anything on YouTube is just because I love doing it. Um, or like once, you know, once I found out that I love doing it, <laughs> love making videos and stuff. Um, and so now I've gotten to the point where I was like, going into college, I kind of had a lot of like practical decisions. Um, practically speaking, like it's better to become a teacher than to be a musician in many, you know, in many people's eyes, practically speaking, I didn't know how a music composition career could go for me, but I did know if I got a degree in music ed, I could become a teacher and get, you know, and have money come in. Um, I've definitely gone from that, I want to say faux, like, practicality mindset to realizing that passion is more practical at a young age than anything else. Sure, sure. That's just, it kind of, it really does fuel people a lot of the time, you know? Yeah, You know, a lot of people have had better circumstances than you've had, and others have had a lot worse. 
but the one like commonality between all that is like no matter what situation you're in right if you have that passion if you have that drive you'll make Mm -hmm. it through regardless you know absolutely yeah and i've heard stories of that from people who were like homeless and i've heard stories of that from people who had everything and had to figure themselves out right right i'm getting to the point where like what really do I want to do a lot of the time? And it's mm-hmm. it's never an easy question. Oh, it's definitely not. But I'm always interested in, in people's journeys to realizing that answer. I think that that's telling of a lot of different characteristics. Mm. Yeah, because, I mean, we all kind of figure out what our purpose is at different points in life. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, for me, I thought I knew exactly what I wanted to do at a very young age. And I followed through with that for a very long time. And then it wasn't until last year and a half that I really figured it out. Or at least I think I figured it out. (laughs) Until that changes into something else, you know. Until that changes again, you know. We go on the same cycle all over again. Yeah. And sometimes life is about that, you know. (laughs) Right. At the very least, there's there's no college for YouTube. So you won't have to sit in a class or... That's true. Not yet. Get any debt. Well, you weren't in debt anyway, though. Well, not not much. Not yet. <laughs> nah. Okay. Um, where were we? Oh, right. High school ends. You've done YouTube mm. for a couple years. Tell me, tell me what college is like at your at your big boy Harvard of the South. <laughs> yeah. University. Um. So I go to a private Southern college. Uh, it's pretty. It's pretty difficult to get in. You had to have a really high GPA. You had to like you know, take the, the SAT, ACT, have pretty high scores, be involved in a lot of extracurriculars and all that kind of shit. Um, but I got in, got, uh, got scholarships cause that was the only way I was going to be able to go. Um, did like my music, like my music degree, uh, like audition and all that kind of stuff. And then get to like freshman year of college and it, it's fun. Like I, lo- I loved it. <laughs> right. Um, I I liked going to music theory class and learning about this stuff that I should have learned in high school but didn't. Um, I was in so many ensembles. And I was just kind of playing music all the time, and it was awesome. Um, I was taking a Japanese class. I got super interested in Japanese in senior year of high school, and so coming into like Furman, which is where you know where I go, I was just kind of like, let me go take this Japanese class because they offer it. um i was like going to all these after class programs and like being involved in as much as i could and it was fun and i loved it that's good Um, yeah new experiences stuff like that right because i've always been big on like new experiences and i always like you know i always like learning stuff um and uh, I kind of kept that same momentum throughout most of my freshman year. Joined a fraternity second semester. Um, still love being a part of that. Um, just always, always busy. <laughs> which is great. Well, anything, um, anything's better than leading a marching band. You're like, all right. Yeah. I started to do marching band. Um, I enjoyed marching band again for a year. And then hated it again for the next three. Um. But yeah, I mean that was that was freshman year, and then sophomore year just kind of uh, kind of changed a little bit. I see. Yeah. And you're still doing YouTube at this point. Yeah, I'm still doing YouTube. Um, I think actually, t- 
two, this was 2014. Um, the summer right before I went, I was still working, but I, um, I was still putting out videos. I was putting out like a video every day. Uh, maybe even closer to two videos a day. And I, I kept this going through freshman year for the most part. Um, and then I got through part of sophomore year and still had YouTube videos coming out. So we're talking here, the Chrono Triggers, the Twilight Princesses. Right. Um, Stanley yeah, Parable. Yeah. Portal. I was doing a lot here because I, I had also, this was like, I just got a capture card that summer. Um, a crappy one, but a capture card nonetheless. Um, that fall, I had just got into PC games. I just got Steam for the first time. So I'm like playing Portal and Portal 2 for the very first time and getting into like all these different games. Um, so I really just kind of started like cranking out more content around this time. Uh, throughout most, you know, throughout the freshman year and most of sophomore year. Let's play Fantastic Four <laughs> on the yeah. Game Boy. Yo, yo, you laugh. But that uh that thing's still giving me views. For whatever reason. Nobody else has ever let's played it, apparently. <laughs> Somebody out there is like, ooh, I really want Fantastic Four Game Boy content. I sure do. Now hope. that was the third game I got on my Game Boy. Hmm. So that was like a childhood game. Right. And so, like, years later, I'm like, I want to let's play it. It's been a while since I played it. Did you um, like the movie at all? I did like the movie. Okay. Yeah. I like both of them. Um, I don't know. I was an impressionable kid, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I watched both of them. I <laughs> thought they were fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked them. Um, I didn't have any problems with them as a kid. Jessica Alba was hot. So, that, you know. Of course, she's I the helped. invisible character, though. You know, of course. Right, the the one person you wish wasn't invisible. <laughs> yeah. Um, Trying to blue balls over here. Sophomore year came around, and I was still putting out videos, but then uh, halfway through the year, I kind of... Oh, so I went to college for music education. Right. And I decided sophomore year that I wanted to double major in Japanese studies. Okay. Because I really liked learning the language. And so, fill out the paperwork, and now I'm a double major. And then I realized that, no, I've got a lot more work to do. Um, I come to college to get a music ed degree to be a teacher as a backup plan, but what I really wanted to do was compose music for video games. And so, here's a music background, here's a Japanese background, bada bing, bada boom, you know, one and two together. Uh, or one and one together, you know, whatever. And um, it's around this time in sophomore year that I'm like, I'm really busy. I've got way too much going on. I have to not do something as much. So I put YouTube to the side. <laughs> For the second time uh, now. This is, the... this is the second time now, yeah. Um, this is... I'm trying to remember exactly when this is. This is 2015... Right. This is the fall. That's what it is. I think this is like the fall of 2015. Um, I just started like a podcast that year. Uh, I brought back Nintendo the history again. Um, I was doing all these different things on the channel. 
but I had too much going on. I was like, I'm going to take a break. I really need to focus on school. Um, I still like doing YouTube and I'll still do more of it. I just really need to take a break. And so I think that like that fall, I, I just stopped making videos for a little while. Hmm. Um, 2016 comes around. I think I made some videos over that Christmas break. I think I was still making a little bit here and there. We're at the end of like my sophomore year of high or of college. And then that summer comes around and I start making videos again. And I get really get really back into it for a little while. And then school starts back up and I just didn't have time to do anything. And it was it was the end of 2016 that I kind of was just like I'm kind of depressed that I'm not in in doing YouTube as much as I used to. Right. And were you getting so nostalgic like, for your old self? Yeah, yeah, kind of. I went I was, through that was a little like, bit. <laughs> it just kind of sucked because I I was like my first two years of college for the most part I was literally making a video just about every day if not two videos a day. Um, it was fun and I you know I loved it and I was letting. Uh, school kind of get in the way of that and that I'm also having like this nervous breakdown about school because I actually can't do a double major in music ed in Japanese because it's physically impossible if you're going to try to get out in four years um, oh. so I dropped my ed like my education part of music ed and then I dropped Japanese studies so now I'm just like a regular music like uh, just getting like a regular music degree and I'm in this place where I don't want to go to classes. What I really want to do is make videos. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was a very, very interesting dynamic. Um, but I did like set forth this goal at the end of 2016 that, um, it was like November. I was like every day from this point, I'm going to make a video and put it up. So it was kind of like my new year's resolutions of 2017. I forgot there was so much stuff like before that period and then kind of like near that period. Mm -hmm. We're talking a hundred or so episodes of Twilight Princess. Yeah. The very beginning of the reception. Mm -hmm. Which is crazy to think about because that's still going on in another form. Lines on her cast. Yeah. You know? I mean, I we're talking about easily 600 videos. And other classics like Naruto loves Sasuke. <laughs> what what is the word Peter Griffin? Another another banger. Yeah. The actual first episode of Nintendo history, episode one. Yeah. Well, the second first episode. The second first episode. Yeah. <laughs> A video called Happy Productive 2016. Yeah. And then 2016 has stopped. Trump memes. <laughs> Yeah, that video was great. Where's my well, beard? Question mark. <laughs> Where did it go, Zach? <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to guess you shaved, but maybe it was a more complicated story. No, nah, I shaved. So the video you're referring to, the follow-up date 2016, mm -hmm. big project at the end. This is when you're like, yo, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get back into this. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. Um, 
2015, most 2016, kind of like blended together a lot. I was doing, I was doing a lot of games, um, a lot of like smaller indie games that I kind of got free from developers. And then I was doing um, a bunch of like experimental videos. It's just kind of like whatever I wanted to do, uh, <laughs> which is cool. Um, and I was, I was gaining, you know, I was gaining subscribers and stuff. I started doing like some comic book things that didn't kind of, didn't really pan out too well, but yeah, I mean, I was doing a lot of different things and then the end of 2016, I really was like, I, I want to do this more. Sure. Um, want to get back into it. Right. Cause like, I want to make Nintendo the history and I want to like make bigger and better videos and I want to make more videos and kind of set the precedent for 2017 starting it off on a good foot if you will mm -hmm. so just to recap at this point youtube since the early days of seventh and eighth grade we have music covers we have random let's plays we have joining a group the four forgotten things watching that collapse in on itself <laughs> about eight thousand lp parts random podcasts <laughs> memes a job, running marching band, fraternities, college, and all this other stuff. And throughout all of it, um, YouTube somehow remains a constant, except for two times. One because right. of a girlfriend, and one because of college. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. the, you know the saying, third time's the charm. You know? Yeah. What comes up next for this, for this third, uh, it's crazy. It's it's all crazy. <laughs> yeah. What I'm saying here is for those at home, like I feel like a lot of Zach's stuff, at least his early stuff in that in that great granted no one no one's old stuff. I, I agree. It's all shit. Don't watch it. Right. <laughs> the best I get out of it is like the short meme videos and like the good Nintendo the histories and the rest of it just mm. kinda you know, over there. <laughs> over there a lot of the time. But it's this update video in 2016 and what happens throughout 2017 in particular that like, what a big year for you. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to spoil what comes up next because I want <laughs> you to tell it, but like yeah. things, things definitely take a turn and an interesting turn. So I'm looking back, um, I upload a 42 minute video on May 9th, 2016. Uh, I'm in a temporary dorm room right now. The semester just ended. I'm getting ready to go home for the summer or do whatever I had to do. And uh, I'm like, hey, guys, I'm not doing YouTube for a while because school is important. 42 minutes. Mm -hmm. I'm like trying to explain everything. And I have like, you know, I have, I have one video. I have one comment on this video, but I had some people like contact me personally. And they were just like, I understand what you're going through and everything like that. Um. But I still do. I the next video I upload is oh yeah the next video I upload is like a month and a half for E three, and uh, it's a nerdception. And then I start doing a little bit more, start doing some more videos over the summer. Um, and then getting back into the fall of my junior year, I just kind of like don't put out as many videos and then that's when you said i put out that follow update 2016 video and that's where i'm just like i want to do this 
like every day. You're right. And, uh, and that's what I do. I started like November, December and I put out a video every day and then January of 2017 comes around and this is where I'm like, all right, I'm going to like try to actually do some shit. Um, it's still let's play stuff. It's still podcast stuff. Right. It's nothing big. Um, put out like an episode in Nintendo history at the end of 2017. I had to re-upload episode two because of a copyright strike. That was great. Pink Floyd almost got my channel destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was great. Um, but then, uh, beginning of 2017, it's just like it's it's Let's Plays. The five year anniversary too. Yeah, it's just another kind of big yeah. deal. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty crazy. Um, and then let's see here. I start a Q and A series called Ask Zach. Um, and I had started getting involved in a couple more Facebook groups and I started kind of networking a little bit more. Um, I worked on my like thumbnail game at this point too. Like yeah. there is a clear shift, uh, bet- uh, of thumbnails from like 2016 to 2017. Um, cause they get so much better. Mm-hmm. And then I started just kind of wanting to do bigger things. I do like a challenge series. I do like um, reading fan fiction. I'm doing like your Binding of Isaac uh, stuff started in 2017. Yeah, I started in January. Uh, I think the first one was like January 3rd or something like that. January 5th. Um, yeah, I was doing that every day for a little while. For a little while, I'm talking about a couple months. Right. Um. 2017 was a big year. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> Many regards. Um, it was especially like the first half of it was just kind of me getting like my passion back for it. And I mean, I was losing sleep over it. I was not going to classes. Um, I felt some classes because of attendance Ro-ro. around this time. and I started not caring as much about it. (laughs) Um, But like in many regards, I I was, I was getting happier. I was just kind of like happy to be doing it again. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So there's a shift there. Mm -hmm. What is in what way? In in the fact that, like, so freshman year for you was obviously a pretty happy time for the most part. Mm-hmm. And sophomore year is a bit like that, too, for part of it. Yeah. And then sophomore year and junior year, you kind of hit this, this like, I wouldn't say low, but just this, this tension point where everything is just mm-hmm. sort of building up to where it gets way too unmanageable again. Mm-hmm. The break happens, all this other stuff. And then, you know, little did we know that, like, you would think, like, all right, this channel is probably, you know, it's going to take a while for it to come back. Momentum's probably dead. Like, even if he does come back, what what if another school project comes up and it's the same thing again? And, Mm. you know, like, how sustainable can all this really be? Right. And... You know, going into 2017, like, 
who knows? It could have been another 2015 all over again. It could have been another 2016 all over again. Mm. And had you made some different decisions, uh, you know, had you continued to still focus on school, had you continued to go to those classes or whatever, like, would your channel end up going to the places that it ended up going? Like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's very interesting. It's very interesting to, to feel like the what if would happen. But right. I think what I'm getting at here is there there never was that third break. There never was that that third stop. Hmm. It was That's one, true. two, and then, you know, for the yeah. first time. For the first time in your whole YouTube career where it had just been sort of a hobby, sort of a fan thing, sort of a I do whatever I want kind of deal. And then if something more important comes along, that takes center focus. Right. 2017 was the year where YouTube finally wasn't pushed to the side anymore and finally did take center focus. Mm. And what ended up happening because of that ended up making you happier than that relationship or college ever did. Right. Oh, absolutely. Those things that at the time you considered way more important than the silly YouTube hobby at the time, right? Like <clears throat> Oh yeah, definitely. Um I think what was interesting is like when I look back to like 2014, 2015, um, I was super consistent during that time. Right. I had videos on every single day. Um, what didn't happen was I didn't get really any good views on any of them. Um, but I also wasn't looking at views. I wasn't looking at growth. I was just kind of doing it because it was fun. I was just kind of doing it because I wanted to do it. Um, but because I wasn't looking at any kind of growth, I wasn't really doing... I was doing a few collabs with friends... Um, around this time, I was doing like Cards Against Humanity and Gary's Mod and really like, you know, stupid things here and there. Uh, I was doing the memes and stuff, but I didn't do anything that like was really creatively fulfilling. Like it was a bunch of Let's Play stuff. Um, and it was like, it wasn't until really 2017 when I kind of shifted my mindset from, um, from like just Let's Plays and even from just like, you know, even just shifting my, my mindset from, um, I really want to get more videos out and stuff like that. Uh, the, the results and everything just started changing a lot too, mm-hmm. which was cool. Um, because I, and, and I was learning so much more about YouTube around this time too. Cause I was like, if I really want to do this, you know, if I really want to have any kind of success with this, um, Cause in the past I didn't really look too much into it. I was just like, if I got big, it'd be cool, you know? Um, but I was like, if I really want to do this, I really need to like, ex- like learn as much about it as I can. So I was reading articles by SEO and I was watching videos from people that, eh, they, they're not that great, but whatever. I was getting at least a little bit of, you know, little nuggets of knowledge here and there. I was, uh, learning that uploading more is going to help you, but then I was also learning how to edit better and get better videos out and doing, you know, different projects and stuff. Um, and I'm still not where I want to be, you know? Sure. But you're not where you were. <laughs> Absolutely not. Not even remotely, you know? Right. End of 2016, Zach is nowhere near the end of 2017, Zach. Not even oh, the yeah, same, definitely. not even the same person. Like that big of a... <laughs> Yeah, that yeah, big definitely. of a shift. So, just you know, for those who don't know, like what happened? What happened in 2017? What was the what was the shift? It was a few things. 
Um, it was me. I think one of the funniest things, I think by doing Binding of Isaac, that also helped me with like a day to day thing. Because it was like I was doing these dailies that are inside the game. For those that don't know, uh, Binding of Isaac is a randomly generated uh, dungeon crawler. And 